Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Woman of Compassion. Rosary Hill, a home for those with incurable cancer, is in Hawthorne, New York. It is run by an order of Dominican sisters founded by Mother Alfonso early in the century. In the slums of New York, she had discovered people who, ill with cancer, were treated like lepers of Molokai. They had been cast aside by society and by their families. She was determined to change this. She founded St. Rosa's Home on the Lower East Side, where she struggled to provide medical care for these unfortunates. Soon she was joined by Alice Huber, who was to become her lifelong associate. Between them, they established an institution that eventually became a great refuge. Starting in a tiny basement of Scammell Street and accommodating only women, they expanded to larger quarters on Water Street. And they soon realized... Something must be done for men, too, who had contracted this dread disease. They took their problem to their friend and advisor, Father Clement Fuente. Father, what can we do? We chase all over the city to treat the men who should, in fact, be here in bed with clean sheets, good food, and proper attention. The sights we see would tear your heart out. They're all but deserted by their families. Starved, ignored. They they can't exist without help. Our help. Everything Sister Alfonso says is true, Father. If only we could have a place to treat them. This flat is impossibly small. You can see for yourself the beds take up every available space. Well, do you think for the time being you could 
Find a place close by where you could house the men. And in the meantime, we could look for a larger, more comfortable place we might use for both men and women. Oh, Father, do you think the Archbishop might be able to help us? Oh, well, let me think how we may go about it. Uh, oh, I'm sure we'll find a way, but you'll just have to be patient. If that's your advice, Father, we shall just have to be content. You haven't been wrong yet. It was you who suggested we take our vows as members of the Third Order of St. Dominic and, and follow the example of St. Rose. Servants of relief, we've been accepted by the community in a way I, I never would have expected. But we still have the problem of lack of space. I have an idea. It's always worked in the past, and there's no reason it shouldn't work now. I know what you're going to say. We shall pray. Isn't that it? Oh, Sister Rose, that's exactly what I was going to say. I know everything will turn out the way you want, but uh, patience. More patience and trust in God. I always do, Father. Thank you for your kindness. I'll keep in touch with you. Sisters, sisters, you must have prayed very hard. And uh, how many novenas have you made? What's happened? <laughs> Something's happened. Please tell us what is it. I can't stand the suspense. Well, there's a French Dominican priest affiliated with our congregation. He's heard that you're looking for a larger place. But how? Oh, how? I don't know. Well, perhaps he heard your prayers. In any event, not long ago, the French Dominicans were settled in America after some terrible business they experienced in France. They acquired the old Tecumseh Hotel in a place that uh, will interest you, Sister Alfonso. Do you know an area once called Sherman Park, a little way up the Hudson River? Indeed I do. Well, then you must know that it was recently renamed in honor of your father, Nathaniel Hawthorne. It's now called Hawthorne, New York. Yes, I knew that. In Hawthorne, the Tecumseh is now the monastery and novitiate of these French Dominicans. The property where the convent of the Most Holy Rosary is situated is called Rosary Hill. And they are willing to sell the house on Rosary Hill with nine acres to you for your needs. I hate to interrupt your enthusiasm, Father, but how much are they asking? Oh, leave it to Rose to ask the one practical question that might make all the difference. I'm sorry, sister. But it is a reality that has to be faced. Well, Father, what is the bad news? $28,000. Why, practically nothing, since we have exactly $1,000. Let's not despair. Why don't you both go up to Hawthorne and look at the place? After all, God wouldn't steer you in the wrong direction, would he? After all, your prayers are no Venus. Now that's an excellent idea. Let's not waste time, then. At least Rose will have a nice day in the country. Imagine. Hawthorne, New York. Who knows? Might be a sign. Oh, Rose, Rose, look at the view. Isn't this lovely? You can see everything from the top of this hill. Over there's the grape barber and, and a vegetable the garden. greenhouse with all those gorgeous and flowers. And sunshine everywhere. Oh, such wonderful sunshine to make the body well. Perhaps we'd better look at the house itself. Rose, I'm ready to say yes right now. Sister, we must inspect the house from top to bottom. 
Oh, dear, dear, practical Rose. I think we'd better pray. Perfect. Rosary Hill must be our second home. Oh, look at all those windows to wash and the floors to clean. And the bills to pay for the coal we'll burn during oh. the winter. Oh, this is the top of the hill. Think of the winds and the snows during the winter. But it's exactly what we need. The refractory and all the, all the rest of it fit our requirements exactly. Come, let's go upstairs. These dormitories, they're so huge and sunny, absolutely, why, absolutely perfect for the patients. All those lamps to be cleaned. But think of it. We have the large parlor rows on the ground floor, and all those rooms next to it would be perfect for the men. This area here is just right for the women. Oh, come now, Rose, for once be cheerful. Well, the third floor attic rooms would be fine for the sisters and novices. How wonderful it will be able to spread our arms and, and not hit a patient or a wall. Sister Rose, Rosary Hill must be ours. Come, let's hurry back to New York and tell Father Thwente. We'll get permission from the Archbishop. This place is ours. It must be ours. It will be ours. So, the Archbishop says that permission for you to acquire Rosary Hill is granted. Oh, thank God. But he wants it understood that this extraordinary step has been taken because you're out of debt and have the promise of future legacies ample for your needs. And because the thousand dollars that you have will be a satisfactory down payment. Yes, I understand. We're very lucky that the French order is willing to wait for the rest of their money. But they shan't wait long. That's the promise. Yes, I'm sure that you'll see to that, Sister Rose. Sister, what would I do without you? Oh, and uh, uh, one other thing. The Archbishop wants it clearly understood that you will not be permitted to solicit alms. All that is satisfactory. You can uh, go ahead. Make your arrangements to acquire Rosary Hill. Alfonso, is there anything else to be done? We've finished making the beds, the pictures are hung, and the chapel is ready. Well, now, what about the lamps? Have they been cleaned and polished? Yes, Mother, and all the floors have been scrubbed. Oh, my, you girls must be exhausted. <laughs> I guess we're ready for the patients when they arrive tomorrow. Yes, Mother. Now, tell me, do you think you and the other postulants will be happy here? Well... I think I'm going to miss all the noise and crowds in the city. Oh? But, but it is very beautiful up here in the country. Between caring for the patients and looking after this huge place, we'll find lots to keep us busy. Do you think we'll be able to handle it all? There are only eight of us. Are you afraid of hard work? Oh, no, Mother Alfonso. But 60 rooms and so much land. Well, the girls aren't going to take care of the land, certainly. And we won't be using all 60 rooms for some time. That would be too much. Not until there are a lot more sisters and novices. But we will. We'll have to do the milking and gathering of eggs and such minor chores as 
those, but imagine. Fresh food, vegetables, and all our own produce. We won't have to shop every day and, and worry about saving pennies when we go to market. You make it sound like fun. Well, it will be. Living here is, is going to be a change for us in every way. And we'll be able to do much more for so many more of the sick. That's why I'm counting on you and the other postulants to do your best. God is looking down on our work with favor. And we must try our best to please him. Good morning. My, don't you look nice. Thank you. Well, so you've taken your final vows. <laughs> the habit suits you. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, I'm so happy to be in the congregation. God answered my prayers to be with Mother Alphonse and Sister Rose. It's such a wonderful order. How is Sister Rose? Oh, she's doing wonderful things with St. Rose's home. More patients and more novices. But frankly, I'd rather be up here in the fresh country air than in New York City. My, you've changed your tune, haven't you? I guess I have. I love Rosary Hill. I remember when you first arrived. We were all still in the city then, remember? Mm, I was so frightened. I didn't know what to expect. Your eyes were so big. <laughs> as big as your heart. Oh, now, Mrs. Daly. No need to blush. It's true. And now you're a nun. And you've worked so very hard. All of us, the patients, have seen that. Oh, but you're the one. You do as much work as anyone here. Well, as long as I'm able to. You've been here a long time, haven't you? Oh, my, yes. I was one of the first. How did you happen to come? Well, I came originally as a helper. and I, I didn't have cancer then. I just wanted to help out. And then after working with the sisters for a few years, suddenly one day I, I felt a lump, and that was it. And you qualified as one of those the sisters were helping? Oh, my dear. I was poor as a church mouse. <laughs> but the wonderful thing about Mother Alfonso, the only thing that matters with her is who is sick and who needs her the most. Mm. The question is always... Can we help? Not, was this person rich or not? Is this person Catholic or not? They deserve every credit. Even now, with things settled down almost to a routine, they never rest. No. They're getting on, you know. We're not chickens anymore. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, you, you go on forever. I don't think so. I won't be able to go to Mass every day in a little while or attend to my chores. Well, you've worked hard and deserve a rest. Not this kind, thank you. You have nothing to fear. We'll take care of you. You know that. Yes, I do. We've talked long enough. Why don't you rest a bit? I think I will. I'm suddenly very tired. Thank you for listening to an old lady's ramblings. Oh. I'll see you later, sister. And congratulations again. Alphonse, you shouldn't have made this trip down here to St. Rose's in this awful weather. Sit down. I'll get you a cup of hot coffee. Oh, uh, 
Oh, thank you, Sister Rose. I am tired, but we can talk meanwhile. How are you getting along? Well, our officiate has increased. Tell me, what about the new girls? Their interest in helping our patients is tremendous. Some have faltered, but they always come back. Hmm. Now, tell me all about Rosary Hill. Well, sister, I hardly know where to begin. It's a difficult place to take care of, as you predicted it would be, so that's no surprise. <laughs> that the patients benefit from it so much. It's worth the difficulties. And you, are you well? I manage. I manage. My only worry is the financial side. But why do you worry? You know I take care of all that. Oh, yes, sister, I know. But legacies and contributions have declined solely. Do you know what I'm going to do? If the archbishop agrees, I'm going to put out a little magazine, a newsletter, more or less, which I'll write myself. I shall call it Christ's Poor. What for? Well, the more I think about it, the more I like the idea. It'll give our benefactors an idea of what we do with the money they donate to us. I'll have articles about the patients and about St. Rose's here in the city and Rosary Hill in the country. And I'll list the contributors by, by name and announce our projects and our expenses. Why, I'll, I'll involve them personally in the activities of both houses. Well, it sounds excellent. Now, tell me about your new girls. Well, some of the girls have read stories about nuns and angels. They hear music coming from all around them, and they think of themselves as heavenly winged creatures with harps and spiritual gazes. <laughs> you know, the kind you see in the old masters. <laughs> yes. Then they come here, and they find themselves on their knees, scrubbing floors, or treating very sick people. And the reality and the dream are so far apart that they, they have second thoughts. But you know what St. Paul said. Few but good. Mm. You and I had no trouble adapting to this life. You and I wanted this life. Yes. But we're not doing too badly. We have enough girls to take care of our patients and the order is growing. It seems we've made a good deal of progress. Tell me, Mother, what's troubling you? Fire. We had a terrible fright a few nights ago. Tell me what happened. Tuesday night, Columbus College burned to the ground. Oh, no. The Salesian Fathers. Yes. Yes, and they've been so good to us. They've, they've ministered to our spiritual needs since we, we came to Rosary Hill. Now they've decided not to rebuild. They're leaving. Oh, how awful. I can see why you're apprehensive. Rosary Hill is equally susceptible. With all the lamps and fireplaces and drafts. If a spark should fall, we'd go up in no time. What do you propose to do? Two things. Two things, sister. Modernize and build a fireproof home. Oh, but that will take a great deal of money. Well, I'll write an article on the project in Christpur. What do you think? Can we do it? Well, who'd have thought we'd come this far? If we really want to do it, we will. Oh, but first, before anything else, sister. Yes, I know. We'll pray. Your campaign.
campaign for funds has been very successful, Mother Alfonso. The articles in Christ's Poor and the publicity you've received in the newspapers have helped tremendously. Oh, we've had a wonderful response. Father, did you hear what happened yesterday? No, what? When I was out, an old couple called to see me. The girl who answered the door told them that I was out, and what do you suppose the man said? <laughs> I can't imagine. He handed her an envelope and said, I read in the paper that she needs $200,000 for a safe home for her sick people. When she returns, tell her that now all she needs is $199,000. <laughs> The most extraordinary experience. Tell me. I received an envelope full of cash, $200. I tracked it down and found that the lady who sent it is almost destitute. And this was her life savings. She wanted to provide two beds. I told her she might need the money. You know what she said? God will take care of me. You must learn to relax. You're not young anymore, you know. For that matter, neither am I. Oh, sister. Sister, don't remind me of it. Now, what is it you're trying to hide from me? What makes you think that? Sister Rose, I've known you too long for you to get away with playing games. Now, please tell me what it is you're hiding from me. We finally have the money we need for the new buildings. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, sister, how wonderful. Oh, dear Lord, thank you, thank you. You know, Sister Rose, it has always been our Lord who did the work through us and all those who have touched our lives. You've been a dear and a good friend. Soon I'll be on my way to meeting God. I, I want... Oh, there's still too much work to do. You must never think of leaving us. No, I, I'm sure he'll spare me until the new house is built. But after that, I... I want you to succeed me, Sister Rose. Will you? If that's what you want. It is. Well, then we needn't discuss it anymore. Now, where's that tea? I can't sit here all afternoon. I have a house to build. How is the construction going? I wish I could get up to watch it. Now, now, you know you mustn't exert yourself, Mrs. Daly. It's coming along splendidly. Soon it'll be finished, and perhaps then... Perhaps then you'll get up. By the way, Mrs. Daly, since you can't go to chapel anymore, I've made arrangements for you to have Holy Communion right here. Oh. How good of you to go to such trouble. And you haven't been well yourself. Nonsense. I know how much it means to you. I'm dying, you know. Surely you're not afraid of death? I've tried all my life to prepare for it. But I, I do have one great fear. Why, Mrs. Daly, what, what could you possibly be afraid of? I fear I don't love God half enough. He's so good. 
Oh, my child. My dear, dear child. My friends, we are here to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Mother Alfonso and Sister Rose as Dominican tertiaries. The faith of these women was strong. Their ideals were high. Personal service for the poor only. Their confidence in divine providence was their strength. Their poverty was their good fortune. Their patience and their sweet resignation made their prayers ascend to heaven and draw down blessings. Blessings that have flowered in two hospitals and the new annex the first structure completed of a new fireproof building. And the care of 150 patients as compared to 15 a quarter of a century ago. Still more manifest is the blessing of God in the community and in the kind friends sent by Providence throughout the years. In testimony to their accomplishment, I have here a cablegram from His Holiness, Pope Pius XI, extending congratulations and his apostolic benediction. Moreover, I am able to announce a gift to each of our honored ladies of $25,000 in appreciation of their years of devotion to the sick poor. must bear this sad event as Mother Alfonso would want you to. I know, Father. I know. But it's difficult. It's as though a part of my own being had died. I'm only grateful that she lived long enough to see her work fulfilled and to be honored for it. St. Rose's and Rosary Hill are your responsibility now. St. Rose's home will go on. Rosary Hill will go on, and we will expand our work across the country. Our preoccupation is with the sick people, and with their welfare as our target, and Jesus Christ as our guide and protector. How can I fail? Listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. 
We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website, at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.